Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? totally. this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And uh, I was going to say the last week that you guys got to deal with just us, but uh, next week we have our buddy Michael on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's us, as far as I know, for that distant future. So, um, right. Yeah, in other words, so you just don't get to deal with us uh, for one week next week because, uh, yeah, our good buddy Mike's on. Crazy, yeah. crazy Megan's husband. So uh-huh. that's, uh, yeah, it, I mean, obviously, it. Uh, um, he's been around us, I mean, since the summer that we got sober. We met him, right. what, three months sober, something like that? Three, four? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Months. Yeah, he came in, uh, what, July? Yeah, I would. I think so. I think so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I so, mean, he's. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, we were like maybe two and a half months sober, something like that. Yep. And uh, so yeah. we've all been we've been friends for just a right. long time. And yeah. he lived in the three quarter house with us and blah blah blah. So yep, Michael's been around forever. Yeah, we've got uh we've got just almost just as much history with him as uh, as you and I have. So right. um he's one of he's one of the good ones. I mean we are all our friends are good ones, but one of the <laughs> one of the ones that just good friends that's been there literally from the start. So Yep. But yeah, and then um, I mean, we shit. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. First of the month, so we got the <laughs> the step to talk about. We got your reading. Um, I obviously, you know, we can talk a little bit about mom. You know, it's been a year since mm-hmm. uh, since she passed away, and uh, you know, I mean, I've I've got some thoughts. I'm sure, you know, obviously both of us do. And then right. um, I I do want to. I'm sure you heard that uh, Matthew Perry died this week. I did. Okay, yep. so. I have no desire to talk about friends or anything like that, but <laughs> he was one of us. And I just have, I have some things that uh, kind of crossed my mind this yeah, week. But, I got a couple thoughts too. Okay. Well, good. You know, I, and I was, I was, first <laughs> of all, I, I can take a guess that you're probably not a friends fan. I'm, uh, you know, I mean, um, I was actually, you know, it's, it's been in the news and the social conscience and all that shit this past week or so. Um, you know, I mean, I, I I've seen episodes of the show um, at the height of its popularity. Right. Um, I was actually it was the first time I tried to get sober. So uh, my stupid roommate um, had to watch <laughs> Friends on whatever fuck night it was on. So um, yeah, right. <laughs> so yes, I've seen it. It was what it was. You know, right. it was a dumb sitcom. 
Yeah, exactly. A dumb sitcom that uh, that hit at the right time, just like just like a Seinfeld, just like some of these other ones, and you know, it made all of them, you know, multi multi millionaires, you know, uh-huh. and, which is crazy. And um, I mean, I love Jennifer Aniston. I think I've said mm. it before on here. Um, so she right. was never a problem watching, but uh, <laughs> I've and I've always thought she was super overrated. She just <laughs> and you know what I. I don't disagree with that, you know, but I still think she's hot as fuck. But, you know, that's that's just me. I, I, I There's just something about her that just <laughs> click, but whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Courtney Cox, though. What's that? I'll take me some Courtney Cox, though. Yeah. She's... You know, pre-surgery, of course. You know what? And uh, I was just going to say that <laughs> she was in a show that, um, and I can't for the life of me remember which one it was. It was one of the more recent shows I've watched. And I'm, I'm saying the last five six seven years something like uh-huh. that that uh, that she was in and yeah she had she's had work done There's she just, has yeah no doubt and i looked at i'm like really i'm like hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah you know? it's a damn shame i know but they had her uh they interviewed her on uh i'm pretty sure it had to have been smartless um so that was yeah i know it was you know because they talked about the whole bruce springsteen thing and how all that stuff mm. went about and which is again interesting story if nothing else but uh right but yeah so anyhow Right. We got it. We got a shit ton to talk about, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a diehards friends fan. Uh, you know, I'm, Matthew Perry was okay. You know, he was in the, the one movie just real quick. Do you remember the movie, the whole nine yards? I'm sure. I mean, they've been talking about that too, but uh, Bruce Willis? You know, I, right, right, right. Um, I may have seen it at some point in some sort of stupor. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but you know, it doesn't, uh, doesn't pop. It would have been, um, I'm pretty sure when, you know, early 2000s, I think Don right. and I were together when we saw it. But um, again, another another one, Amanda Peet um, plays his wife in mm. that. And ah. she's smoking fucking hot. So Yeah, yeah. Um, she is a little yeah. smoke show. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's two of the things, you know, I, Matthew <laughs> Perry's in there, but there's Jennifer Aniston in this, Amanda right. Peet in this other one. And I'm like, oh, okay. I um yeah I remember him from the uh, that uh, Chris Farley movie where they were the Frontier one or whatever. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I, I don't I remember what the hell it was called, and that was certainly a stupid movie as well. But yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 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 been around for a couple of minutes, that's for sure. Uh-huh. So, all right. Well, um, I suppose what the fuck should we do a reading? I guess we'll. Well, we'll all right. <laughs> we could try. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> Today was a day, uh, Bill knows, uh, yes, I had lots and lots of moments today. Um, I literally just finished eating about 15 minutes ago, and I've only been home, oof, about 45 maybe at the most. So, um, I grabbed my book, and I was looking at a couple of things, and nothing was grabbing me, so you know what? I am going to open it up. Pointed a page <laughs> and read it. We'll those see what the, happens. Those are the best ones. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Um, oof. All right. <clears throat> There's no way I'm pronouncing this guy's name from the quotation, but March 26th. Why the hell not? Um, huh. I have never seen a greater monster or miracle than myself. Michael something or other other, some French pronunciation. We'll move on. During our active addiction, many of us became monsters. We hurt our family and anyone who dared care about us. 
Now, as we sit in our healing circles and listen to stories of others, we realize that we weren't alone in our actions. We often hear tales of people destroying everything they ever loved. Then came recovery. Now we hear and see the miracles. We meet people whom everyone has, had given up on. They became good, sober people and good citizens again. We see courage replace fear. We see hope replace hopelessness. We see gentleness replace anger. We have the honor of witnessing miracles in the making. We've been given the gift of seeing the healing power of spiritual principles brought to life in the actions of our members. But remember, recovery doesn't keep us from being monsters. It just gives us that choice. We will be will we will we be monsters or miracles? Prayer for the day. Higher power, help me to remember that I am responsible for who I become and how I act. Help me to be a walking miracle and living example of the healing power of your love. When I want to act like a monster, remind me of my goodness. Today's action. On a piece of paper, I will make two columns. In the first column, I will write down ways I have acted like a monster. In the second column, I will write down ways I am a miracle. <laughs> I I only laugh at that because uh, you and I have talked about that whole thing with... You know, no, when everyone always says that. Well, first of all, the, the the saying that everyone hears is, you know, don't don't leave or don't walk away until the miracle happens. Because right. you know, I mean that in I think you and I have talked, if I'm not mistaken, and I know you will correct me if I'm wrong, mm. <laughs> um, that, you know, that this process and how we evolve is more the miracle than than we are, you know, because right. we're just, you know, kind of vessels in this you know yeah i mean right right we tap into it we make that choice to become a part of this thing that is bigger than ourselves right yeah yeah so i mean i don't uh, i guess i've never really you know like uh woken up or stood up and be like huh i <laughs> am a miracle <laughs> right <laughs> um what i've become you know as a as a human being and who i am to other people and all that stuff mm -hmm is a miracle based on the mm -hmm. way that I was. And I know that, you know, I think you'll agree on the way that you were, but sure. I don't know. I, in, in some people might be thinking that, you know, it's kind of slicing everything kind of thin, but to me, um, I don't know. I, I need to make that separation based on, well, cause I'm a fucking egotist. Right. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and if I sit there and I'm like, Hey, uh, hey, hello there. <laughs> I'm a miracle. Have you ever met me? <laughs> right. I'm fucking glowing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it just reminded me too when uh, when we had talked to the, a couple of different the podcasts we were on when people ask about you know depression mm. and stuff like that, and I really didn't want to. You know, I really wasn't saying that. Hey, I was depressed. I was in these depressive states and whatever, and I was depressed mm -hmm. based on certain things. But um, right. you know, I just i i wasn't what I look at people. People have it true depression and all those different things. Mm -hmm. I kind of look at it the same way, you know, that, uh, I mean, all of us are, you know, that again, the process is a miracle, you know, what we're able right. to become and grow. But then again, we have to take the, take the action to do the work. Right. right? And I think Absolutely. that was in there. Mm -hmm. But the, um, couple of things that I wrote down, obviously monster or miracle, um, mm -hmm. you know, obviously that was, <laughs> that was right in the, right in the beginning. Um, not alone in our actions, destroying everything. And I forget the rest of the sentence, but I think that about covers it. And then, mm -hmm. um, miracles in the making, which, yeah, I mean the process, yeah. but right. also, um, the last one, which I, which I thought was uh, probably the, the hit me the most is just living example. And, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we talk about because it doesn't matter um, what we did yesterday or, you know, how good mm -hmm. we were to people yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. We have to continue to, to live 
as the right examples, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Never stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's been the key of a lot of our conversations too. Just uh-huh. don't stop, you know? Just don't fucking stop, man. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we talked about in the last episode, you know, the, the sponsor thing. I met with my sponsee yesterday and, um, yeah, we had, I had that conversation with him about, you know, um, it's all about the action and it's all about what we do and, you know, told him the story about, you know, walking into who do you know and eh, how you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. What are you doing? Um, right. Yeah. You know, and, and I was making the point to him pretty emphatically yesterday and he was trying to argue with me because of course that's what sponsees do <laughs> um <laughs> you know telling him no man i i am that monster um it's pretty funny that i found that today right. um i was going no dude no i i'm a rotten fucking person man <laughs> i'm a liar cheat and a thief and you know i i'm not and i still am that person and he's he's going no man look at this stuff you do and blah blah i said no man i do this stuff because i follow these principles we were going over the first step um a little more intensely yesterday and i was going no man i i i don't act that way anymore but i'm still that person i'm still an alcoholic and i'm still a drug addict and i'm still a thief and a cheat and i just you know i'm a thief that doesn't steal i'm a cheat that plays by the rules i'm a liar that tells the truth you know i'm a <laughs> drunk that doesn't drink and i'm a junkie that doesn't do dope anymore you know but i'm still all that shit man you know it's never going to go away um, so yes, I've got to remember that that monster is still inside of me. Um, and you know, yes, um, on the outside, I am a miracle that I do these things that I do. That is a fucking miracle. Right. But like you said, it's because I have tapped into the miracle. It's not because I am the fucking miracle. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I, the reason I keep laughing at that, cause I seriously, I could, it wouldn't take me long to sell myself on that shit. Be like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 wait a second. Have you met me type of thing? Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at, look at all the things that I've done. And you know, I mean, look how goddamn wonderful I am. I, I was just going to say, I'm fucking wonderful. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's funny that uh, it made me think about, and I don't know if somebody used it, as an example, but I know it's uh, it's used as an example with motivation. They mm-hmm. say motivation doesn't last. Um, neither does a shower. That's why they recommend you recommend doing it daily. So that's mm. motivation. But this thing too, it it just popped into my head, and it's the same thing, you know. So you can walk up to somebody right after you get out of the shower and like, look at me, I'm all fresh and clean, and I don't stink. Well, mm-hmm. if you stop taking a shower, you may be okay tomorrow and the next day, but you're gonna fucking mm-hmm. smell pretty goddamn quick. Which is right. the same thing that's going to happen to us if we stop, you know, quote, mm-hmm. quote, bathing in our society. Right. Yep. <laughs> we're we're going to get we're going to get fucking stinky pretty goddamn quick. You know, yes, we are. <laughs> so and that's but that's that's the um, when you were saying that about telling. No, I am horrible. Which, <laughs> which made me laugh. But I mean, to, to somebody who doesn't necessarily can't wrap their head around it yet, it's funny. But right. um you know, it, it is, it's just saying that somebody, no, I, I'm still this person. I'm not recovered. I'm recovering. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm not, I, I haven't gotten this yet. I'm still trying to get it. I'm still striving mm-hmm. for it. You know, all yep. those different things. And, you know, saying that, <clears throat> you know, we're, I don't know, maybe that's, that's the point with saying I'm a miracle. I mean, if something was a miracle, mm-hmm. it's fucking done. I mean, I've, I've gotten the miracle. I don't need to do anything more. I have arrived. <laughs> right. 
Sound the fucking miracle. I've been washed <laughs> in the fire. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got nothing more to do, man. Yeah. Look at me. I'm a fucking mm-hmm. miracle. <laughs> right. But nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not not even not even goddamn close. But because uh, yeah, nope. all it takes is, you know, the one one little thing for, you know, either one of us to to lose our heads at. Granted, we're a hell of a lot better, you know, than we were years ago. But you know, both of us. Sure. It doesn't take it doesn't take much for any one of us. And I mean, you know, people in recovery, you know, to still. Mm-hmm. People are going to piss you off. Life happens, all those different things. Yes, we yeah. can still, we can control ourselves, hopefully a little bit better based on all the shit, you know, that we have, you know, and these right. tools that the we tools have. tools in our toolbox, right? Yeah, but it, it doesn't take that long to to pull that monster up out of the, you know, out of the ashes because, like you said, mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking there. You know, it's easily there. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, you know, he's poking his head out quite a bit today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I gotta, I gotta tell you a quick story. I did not lose nah. my head about this, but, um, mm-hmm. I, I got to be, uh, the male version of a Karen today when I got my pizza and I felt, I almost felt stupid, but so I think everyone out there knows that, uh, Mike and I get pizza on Friday with very, very few right. exceptions, you know, like last mm-hmm. week we went to dinner for Kathy's birthday. I did not get pizza. Right. I had a, right. a wonderful fettuccine Alfredo, you know? So, mm. um, but nine times out of 10, we get pizza. So right. Domino's also is a place that both of us go. They do a decent ah. job, relatively inexpensive. It's not, right. I used, I used yeah. to say Domino's was cheap and quick and easy. Now uh. it's just quick and easy. It's not always cheap, mm. <laughs> you know, right. but, but I get, I get what I get. Cause I want it, you know? So did the same thing, order my pizza for the same place. And I've been going to this place since I've been down here. So every fucking week, you know, right. and just like little Caesars did in Wisconsin, just like Domino's did every once in a while, there's, it's like, eh, just not that many toppings on it. Right. And you're like, eh, right. Then the next yeah. week it's, it's like super full and you're like, this is what I, this is cool. And then, right. you know, so this and that. And the only reason I opened up the box um, while I was inside there tonight, mm-hmm. cause it wasn't closed all the way. It was like a piece of the cardboard was ripped. So the, the box wasn't closing all the way. So I opened mm-hmm. it up and I looked and I mean, there's like hardly any toppings on it. And I'm just like, you fucking kid me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at it and I, I called one of the guys over and I told him and he said, do you want to talk to a manager? And it, it, again, at that moment, I'm like, mm. Fuck, I don't want to be that guy. But I'm, right. like, I'm like, you know what? I said in my head, I'm like, I even told the guy, I said, I, I, I don't want to complain about this, but I come here every week. And I said, right. In my head, I'm like, you guys do better than this almost yeah. all the time, you know? Manager comes over, apologizes, makes the new pizza and stuff like that. But I still, I, I felt Uh weird doing it, but, but then I'm like, you know what? Uh Um, every once in a while, I don't do that that often, but I, I want a nice pizza with some, with some fucking toppings on it, you know? Yeah. Right. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you you know, that's (laughs) picking and choosing, you know, balance, all that good stuff. Occasionally it's okay to stand up for yourself, you know? Right. I mean, it, it, it is tough for us to do that sometimes in this process because, you know, we, we're constantly focused on, we're not the center of the universe and we're, you know, all that good stuff. But once in a while, it's okay to stand up for yourself. <laughs> ain't enough shit on my pizza, man. You know, make this right. You guys are better than this, right. you know? And, 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 you know, we can rationalize it and say, Hey man, we're helping them out by making them be better and keeping yeah. the customer. And maybe the next person that gets a pizza won't get that shitty pizza and they'll be happy and they'll come back again. 
See, well, I can rationalize and justify anything. <laughs> and you know what's funny is it's uh and, and they've known they've known me for a long time because I come in there again right. every every Friday night. And right. uh, you know, I've had a couple of people say that uh, you know, I can't I, I should know your name by now, or they'll they'll see me walk mm-hmm. in and they grab my pizza like you, you know, going into your yeah. dominoes. Right. Like, that guy really knows you. Um, yeah, right. In the same thing <laughs> he <that's>, actually <laughs> it was funny, I got mine tonight, right? I was sitting out in the car, I grabbed it. Because another guy handed it to me that my dude was back there making a pizza, and uh, and so I grabbed mine, didn't look, I never look, and and you know I'm sitting in my car, start my car, get ready to pull out, and he comes running out, and he's all, hey man, hey man, I think they gave me the wrong pizza, and and um, yeah, you know, and they had, they had given me <laughs> the wrong pizza, it was mine, and uh, it was just yeah, it's it is nice, you know, being a you know being a part of right. you know walking into fucking Domino's and them people know you. It's right. nice, and you're not a dick, and and they're happy to see you, and you're a good customer, a good citizen, and like all the reading fucking said, man, we get to be that today. Well, and and I do usually when I go to my car, I, I look at, at the pizza for one reason and one reason only. When I was in Germantown, I did that one time, and it looked like they had nothing but looked like some sprinkles of something on there. And I walked back in, and lady looked at it, and she's like, "Oh yeah, they gave you the wrong pizza." She's like, "That's all bacon," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "That's bacon." Uh, I'm like, I because I think it was uh, during the time that you and I were doing this because I or maybe it was nose right out of COVID where there was still. Um, yeah, I was trying to get back for the Zoom meeting, I think, for uh, Gordon Square is what it was, because I mm-hmm. I knew I had some something to do, and I think that's what it was. But, right. I mean, I would have taken one bite of it. I knew it was mm-hmm. bacon and wouldn't have been able to eat it. But, um, right. you know, so that's what that's the only reason I look at it. You know, but every once in a while, it's just you look and you're like, eh, okay, you know, it's not yeah. as, it's just not as, you know, beefed up, literally beefed up as it should be. And I'm like, oh, right. okay, so. Porked up. Yeah, but um I don't know. It's just it, like you said, you know, not the center of the universe, whatever it was. I just I right. didn't want to be that guy. But then I'm like, you mm-hmm. know what? This is my the one thing that I do. I don't go out to dinner a lot. Right. You know, I, I kind of want to I want yeah. a nice I want a nice I, pizza. I want this right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. All right. OK, well, thank you. Thank you for co-signing sure. my care, my Karenisms. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, um, but that was a good reading. You know, the funny part is, is I, I actually, and that was, that was back from March. I remember that one yeah. almost as you were mm. reading it. I remember that almost to a T maybe it just, maybe mm. that one kind of sat with me well. So, um, mm. but I like that. I mean, it made uh, it's everything on there. I of course always agree with the readings for the most part, sure. but um, right. yeah, that one was good. The whole, I mean, the, again, yeah. the whole monster thing. So, well, cool. So um, yeah. What do you think? Should we pop into? Do you have your? You still have your book there? I actually grabbed. Uh, it's right here. Okay, I grabbed uh, a twelve and twelve too, just in case. But yeah. um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you got it in the book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, this is the eleventh month. We will talk about the eleventh step. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him. Praying only knowledge, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. So, um, you and I have talked about meditation quite a bit, and mm-hmm. I mean, the general consensus is, it, as far as whatever whatever we think the definition is of true meditation, which is usually, mm-hmm. if nothing else, sitting quietly, right, and taking in sure. whatever. You know, people call it mm-hmm. the universe or trying to stay quiet and calm. Some people do, um, what do they call them? Guided meditations. I don't I even sure. know what all that shit is, but I think it's actually people 
like a you can listen to a recording and it will guide you through exactly what to do. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me, but I don't even know. Right. Um, but and controlled breathing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was just telling us yeah. about that? The controlled breathing. Somebody was. I Heidi. tell you, Heidi. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was trying to think it was recently, but mm-hmm. so unless I'm mistaken, I mean, I don't think that you've taken up a meditation practice recently, right? No. I mean, other than floating, which I've talked about. Right. Um, yeah. Right. You know, which is once a month because I can't afford more. <laughs> and <laughs> But yeah, and, and actually when I go in the tank, I do some control breathing and um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I love it. Um, you know, I would love to do it more, but again, can't afford it. Um but yeah, that's that's like the most, you know, regulated, regimented, whatever meditation. Um, you know, like we've said a million times on here, you know, we start our day off with these books, put some good thoughts in our head and roll them around. Right. That's that's, you know, my daily meditation. And I know yours, too. Um, you know, uh, quite often I will spend an hour or so you guys know i drive for a living um i'll spend an hour or sometimes even two with you know the radio off and and just quiet and just driving and um that's meditative um you know just thinking and being quiet and being in you know my little space there and you know trying not to kill people that cut in front of me (laughs) 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 but yeah you know um yeah again I'm I'm not the guy who's going to sit cross-legged with incense burning around me going ohm. Right. I'm just that's not me. Well, but, yeah. And you know, I I'm the same way sometimes driving and I've been, you know, not long trips with the exception of the one I took, uh, you know, last month, but you know, even mm-hmm. driving driving out to Ohio or going up to Wisconsin right. and that sort of thing and you yeah. know, I I've spent some time in the in the car, you know, over the last uh, month or so. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll listen, I will, I'll listen to podcasts and things like that. Sure. I, I still listen to, I'll listen to music, but I listen to more podcasts than I do um, music right. now when I'm driving. Oh yeah. And me it, too. And even, even here when I'm, when I'm working and stuff like that, uh, if, I mean, if I'm on the phone, I mean, obviously I can't, but if mm-hmm. I'm doing something else where I can listen, it's usually, it's usually podcasts and it's usually recovery podcasts because, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I don't know. I get to that point where. I know what I need that, you know, which is a, which Mm -hmm. is a good thing, you know, and and I know what it's okay for me to just, you know, fucking blow my ears out with whatever the hell I want to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, but, but it is, it's a balance thing, which we've talked about. And sometimes, you know, I'm just driving along and I just get, I get sick of whatever fucking voices even coming Mm -hmm. out of the speakers with good recovery stuff. And I'm like, fuck this, boop, turn it off. And especially when I took that, Again, the Ozarks and uh, when I went out to Memphis and in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City, parts of that drive, and especially when I was kicking around the Ozarks, a lot of times I, I did. I just turned I turned every I just didn't have anything on because I, right. I was just not that I can't, you know, that there's the old joke, you know, old people and stuff, you know, turn down the radio when they're trying to find something, you know, <laughs> and it's fine. If somebody wants to say that I give a fuck. But the other thing, uh. too, is it. It does. I, I wanted to just sit there and focus and kind of take in shit, you know. Right. And in not having, I don't know, I don't need as much background noise these days as I used to, which is mm-hmm. cool. Um, mm-hmm. But then, like you said, every once in a while, it's just nice to, especially driving, just sit and think and, mm-hmm. and not really, or maybe not even think, just listen to the fucking road, yeah. you know? Yeah, right. The home of the highway. Yeah. <laughs> the home of the highway. <laughs> that sounds like a song or something. 
Eh, probably. I'm sure. We looked up lyrics for humming, humming the highway. <laughs> but so, yeah. That, Getting a hummer on the highway. Anyway. Right. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll turn the radio off for that, too. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Got to focus. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, but so the, the meditation thing, again, we don't do whatever the, and I don't want to say traditional thing is, but maybe. Um, mm-hmm. We don't do, a, again, quiet incense saying om type of meditation. But we do. Even at night when I, and I just thought about mm-hmm. that at night when, uh, <clears throat> when I do my prayers. You know, I kind of recap my day and um, that's what I do first as I do that, like the recap and the 10 step type of thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll just sit there for a couple of minutes and, and while I lay there because I'm in my bed. But, you know, right. just kind of lay in bed and, and, you know, at that point, kind of think about the day type of thing, you know, just quietly mm-hmm. and figure mm-hmm. out is there, I, I know there's no other shit pretty much in my head that uh, that I got to figure out. But, you know, right. it's it's taking those little moments, I think, that are more important. Well, not, I'm sorry, not more important, just as important as, you know sitting down and saying, okay, now I'm going to meditate, you know? Yes. Oh. Sorry. I was coughing. <laughs> oh no, that's it. <laughs> I muted myself. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the funny thing was, I'm like, ah, fuck me. I lost him. But then I looked down and I saw your mute button. So <laughs> I'm like, cool, cool. But, um, yeah. Oh no, still here. <laughs> I just had to meditate for a second. <laughs> right. That's what you should have said. You're like, Oh, it's just meditating. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's important just to, you know, I mean, have those quiet moments throughout the day, just as much as, you know, yeah, having absolutely. some absolutely. And, and uh, you kind of touched on it, you know, that, we can be quiet. We don't need that external stimuli all the time. Like we used to, to drown out that nonsense in our heads. Right. Um, we've, we've drowned a lot of it out already. So we can sit there and be quiet and peaceful. And it's nice. It is. I'm yeah. It's one of the, one of the promises, man, you know, peace and serenity. Yeah. And when, uh, you know, this, the same thing when I was in, uh, even when I was in Beaver Dam and, um, again, like the Ozarks and stuff like that, having just sitting, you know, outside on, you know, the balcony, the patio mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And just, I don't know, just staring at nothing. Right. <laughs> because I don't have many times in, and part of it is just the way I'm built. I mean, I, I can't sit still. I, I always have to be doing mm-hmm. something. It's, I don't always right. need background noise, but a lot of times I wouldn't even have the background noise, but I'm, I'm usually doing something, you know, just kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know the way I'm wired, I guess, but you know, every once in a while to, yeah, just sit there and, you know, someplace peaceful like that and do fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Even if it's for five minutes. I mean, it's beautiful. Right. Fucking wonderful. Yep. You know? Yep. So the, the other part of it, um, obviously prayer and meditation, um, conscious contact through or with God as we understood or stand him. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh once again, I think everyone realizes that or knows you're an atheist, I'm agnostic, but we right. still have in, in that circumstance, perfect example where either one of us may read the words, but we're going to you know, be envisioning whatever our higher power is or mm-hmm. again, something greater than ourselves. But right. so both of us do a set of prayers. I think mine is more probably, I don't want to say more extensive, but probably longer than yours. Huh? I think you have a relatively huh? short, you know, prayer thing. I do. Um, yep. <clears throat> but we do, you know. Oh yeah. And it, uh, and I think it does. It it's, first of all, we were told to do it, you know, and right. we don't know why it works necessarily still to this day, but what mm-hmm. it does. And I, and I know for a fact that if either one of us, um, didn't do it, it, it just wouldn't feel right. Right. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's, well, it's just become part of what we do. Um, but yeah, like you said, you know, it was, it, it's, 
it's an action that they told us that we have to take to do this thing. So we take the action, we do it, you know, and I, again, talking to my sponsor yesterday, I was like, Hey man, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter if you think anything's listening or not. It really doesn't. You do what you're told to do. What's suggested. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Again, you know, prayer, go, pray, go to meetings, help another drunk. Okay. but i don't think anything's listening so who fucking cares i you know this is part of the program do you want to do the program do you want to get the results of the program yes i do all right well then this is part of the program so do it (laughs) you know yeah it's the 11th step man sought through prayer and meditation you know do i pray the way probably most people do no do I meditate the way most people do? I don't know. Maybe. But I do it. That's the whole point. I take the action. I do it. You know, I pray right. twice a day. Say please in the morning and thank you at night. Yeah, that's it. You know, and, and the meditation, you know, again, put these thoughts in my head, roll them around first thing in the day to get my day going. To realize I am not the center of the universe. I'm not running this shit. Um, <laughs> you know, there are better ideas out there than mine. <laughs> and I remind myself of that every day. Right. Yeah. Cause I have to. Yeah, I know. It's a, it, and it's a tough thing because I mean, I, I, I think I'm more egotistical than you, but, um, I, I'm better. I mean, I know I'm better than sure as hell right? better than I was, but, um, yeah, that's still one of my, one of my problem areas. But so the other thing too, praying for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. So mm-hmm. that's something that. I mean, I think, uh, well, not even think we do that all the time, you know, your will, not right. your will, not mine. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it is. That's, that's that, that simple statement, your will, not mine or something, something else's will, not right. mine, you know, and it's, oh yeah. I mean, you know, when, well, when we do the, uh, the Lord's prayer at the end of every meeting, um, the only part I say is, you know, I will be done, right. you know, cause it's the only part of it that makes any sense to me that applies to me. The rest of it, I do something else. I, I sing the Beatles. <laughs> all you need is love. Right. Um, and I have for over 13 years. Right. Um, I've got it timed out that it works out exactly the same as the Lord's prayer. <laughs> <laughs> which, which again is, is really cool. And I know I've said this on here before, but um, you know, to begin with, I think when, when you and I started going to, to more meetings together, where we were actually standing mm-hmm. next to each other. And I heard that, right. I know for a fact, I asked you about it. You know, because mm-hmm. it, I, I did, you know, I mean, I wasn't, I, I didn't think you'd have a problem with me asking and you gave me no, the same, right. you gave me the same answer as you just gave now, you know, fucking right. 13 some years ago. But, um, in, yeah. in, it was, I don't know. It's, it's something it's like it comforting. Yeah, maybe it is. It's a comforting mm-hmm. thing when I hear you say that because I know where it comes from, you know, and mm-hmm. knowing what, what people do. And how people stay sober and the process that they go through and stuff like that is very cool to me because, once again, we've talked about this a million times. You and I don't look the same. We didn't come from the same background. We had all these different things happen, but, you know, literally ended up at the same place within days of each other on the same Mm -hmm. fucking porch step at the Keating Center. 
you know, yep. and yep. and broken <laughs> in the same number of fucking pieces. <laughs> yes, I mean, we were. <laughs> how, does, how does that happen? You know, um, <laughs> you want to talk about <laughs> miracles, <laughs> right? Um, but you know, hearing all these different things that people do, I know that uh, speaking of Michael, I mean, he's been very open about it. Um, you know, him and mm-hmm. uh, him and Megan pray together. You know, they talked about that years sure. ago, and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the most. That's got to be one of the most. Number one, intimate and beautiful things that a couple can do together. And right. I don't know. I mean, maybe I would do that someday with somebody. But, I mean, mm-hmm. that that time is mine. It's always been mine. And I'm, I'll talk about right. it. It's not like, uh, you know, I, I hide the fact that I, that I pray and, and do these different things and do these readings. But it's also mine. You know, it's my time, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, that's right, Mr. Hand. <laughs> that's that's so great, and that that'll always come up now because that came up with the on the episode with Katie, Mr. Hand. Mm-hmm. But um, a couple of the things that I that I always do um, that I always say, and it was something a guy said at, at one of the meetings that we were again we were still um, at the Keating Center, still doing the mm-hmm. walk and all that stuff. Because I remember thinking about this and adding this, you know, to to my prayers at that time, um, you know, about he. Every day he said, I asked for the strength and he said the strength yep. to do whatever. But, um, I always say that I said, you know, give me the strength, you know, and I think that's yep. probably where I follow up with, you know, cause I'm powerless over and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, mm-hmm. I do, I always, I just give me the strength. And the other thing yep. too, and, and I'm not telling anyone how to, how to say prayers or whatever, but we were always taught, well, let me step back. I did not know how to pray. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had no fucking idea. I was I was so happy when we were in group. Um, it couldn't have been more than the first week or so, maybe a couple of weeks. And one of the guys, God only know who's a, who it was, but raised his hand and just said, he goes, I, what do I do? I, I have no idea how to pray. And in my head, I'm like, thank you. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Right. Right. And in my prayers, again, whether they're traditional or whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. I've got a thing I do now and I built on it over the years. But um, but the whole point, what I was getting at is that we were it was suggested to us to to not pray for ourselves, you know, pray for other people and and Mm -hmm. good things happen. And the only thing that I ever, you know, kind of and it's right at the end of my prayers. um, I just ask to be kept um, healthy. You know, I for my health. That's it. But. Here's the thing, though. (laughs) I still got to do the fucking work. You know, I can't walk around and, you know, doing whatever I feel like doing, you know, and then be like, hey, by the way, keep me healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, keep me healthy (laughs) as I shove my third Big Mac down my face. Yeah. Yeah. Big Mac or whatever the fuck it is, you know, you know, eating Uh right, not getting enough sleep. Uh, Well, I do drink Mm -hmm. a lot of coffee, but, you know, those sort of things. But, that's right. the only thing. And other than that, I mean, I just, uh, I do, I just, I pray for other people and, you know, for other people yeah. in their lives and for their circumstances and, and that sort of thing. And that, that helps me. It, it makes me feel, I guess, makes me feel good about myself, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it Absolutely. changes anything, you know, but. Uh. Right. Yeah. Well, it changes your attitude and, and therefore, you know, the, the way you interact <laughs> with other people, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I, one of the few things that, I remember from the first time I tried to get sober um, on the prayer thing, um, they told us you can't have any gimme prayers, which I liked. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. Cause I mean, that was, you know, anytime we, you know, most of us, speaking of us, alcoholics and drug addicts, you know, when we prayed in the past, it was, you know, get me out of this jackpot, you know, or, you know, 
<laughs> Make sure the dope man shows up on time. Please, God, I need a fix. Um, <laughs> yeah, give me prayers. Right. You know, uh, you know, make me rich. Make me, you know, whatever. Okay, yeah, give, let my car run better. Um, you know, whatever. Fucking crazy shit like that. <laughs> you know, doesn't work. Right. Um, yeah, so you can't, you can't have nothing for me, you know, in my prayers other than the strength to do what I have to do to stay sober this day. That's, that's my only gimme. Give me the strength I need to do what I got to do to stay sober today. That's pretty much my, my please prayer in the morning. And, um, yeah, you know, and and again, I I don't expect, I don't expect any help really. I, you know, I've got to do the shit, you know, I just, I just need to remind myself that again, that's the reminder that I have to do it, you know, and I have to find that inner strength within myself. It's there. I just need to access it. Right. Well, and I've heard, um, I think since, but I mean, certainly in early recovery, heard people talking about that, um, you know, people that gave up on, on God, which, you know, thankfully when I came mm-hmm. in, I had, I had no opinion on whatever the traditional, you know, mainstream God thing is, you know, I had, I had no opinion mm-hmm. on it. I just didn't have a background in it. So I didn't have a problem. Um, I don't know, take it in some of that stuff. And then, you know, again, using the words, how I, how I wanted to, or whatever they were, but you mm-hmm. know, so many people said, uh, Oh, this and that. And I was always going to church and praying and, and somebody died and you no, know, my prayers didn't get answered. And what type of God would do uh-huh. this and do that and that sort of thing. And I just, I right. thought that was even at the time before I really had, I don't know, even a conception of what my higher power was in my mm-hmm. mind. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up, <laughs> you know? And cause and then I kept hearing it through the time that, that Larry was sick, you know, my, and for, for mm-hmm. everyone, if you forget, Larry was my, my stepdad and he mm-hmm. got, he got sick, um, January of the first in our first year or so. Like right. nine months, eight, nine months sober in that area right. when he started getting yeah. sick. And then he died mm-hmm. um, a year in a month, you know, after, after we got sober and mm-hmm. my prayers for him, you know, changed over that, that six month period. It's kind of like, okay, you know, praying for his, for his, you know, his decent health, praying for him to get better. Then, you know, it came all the way mm-hmm. down to the, to the point where before he died, it's just, you know, kind of praying for him to, you know, um, I, I don't know, keep some, whatever dignity he wanted. Cause he's a super proud, proud mm-hmm. man. Sure. You know, but right. also, um, you know, to be able to deal with the, the, the pain and shit he was going through dialysis and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, kind of praying for a little bit of, you know, peace that he, that he could have, you know, mm-hmm. and I suppose at the end I could have been, well, well, fucking none of that worked. <laughs> so right. These fucking prayers, fuck them, you know, but mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't change the world. I, I knew that. Right. Much. Um, but you know, I think, and this could be, this might be a weird thought, but I think that us praying for other people like that actually helps us mm-hmm. deal with our own own shit when it comes to that baby. Well, mm. Of course. <laughs> right. No, it, it should. Yeah. Right. What the hell else is it going right. to do? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> right. I mean, it's not going to keep anybody alive. Everybody fucking dies. Right. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it's right. It's going to it helps you cope and helps you to be better prepared for people around you right. yeah you know that's it that's all yeah keep you keep you sane and yeah, don't keep you from being a problem right you know adding to the strife and the the bad situation right yeah that's all if if and that's enough it should be enough right yeah. i would i would hope it's enough 
Well, and, and that's the thing. I mean, it was a that was a tough thing to deal with, you know, that that early in sobriety. But um, I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, it was a, when I look back at it now, and even with the the way that I was, you know, able to to handle that, deal with that, and you know, allowed allowed myself to go through the entire the entire process. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was good that that I was able to again not good that it happened. That's a I don't even know how to put this. It was an it was an interestingly positive thing to happen to me or for me to go through at that time of sobriety. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's put it that way. Right. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. But, well if nothing else, it showed you that working this program can get you through fucking anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which which right. In early sobriety, we kind of need that. We need to be shown that this shit works. <laughs> you know, well, we had later sobriety, and I would imagine, <clears throat> you know, at the end of sobriety. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, again, keep reminding me that this shit works and it's going to get me through whatever this world throws at me. Yeah. And it is. And, uh, you know, again, back to the miracle thing, it's a, it, it's a miracle in my mind how, um, you know, once again, doing all these, all these different things brings around so many positive things in our lives. You know, it just, mm-hmm. uh, again, why does it work? Who fucking knows? Who fucking cares? Don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I nope. don't care why. I just know it does. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So on, uh, on that note, what do you think? Break time? Yep. 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 We'll definitely take a break here. We're going to talk more about, um, God, no, I'm not even going to say that because that's sick. Um, <laughs> see, my thoughts are still wrong, right. kids. We'll be back with more interesting conversation right after these words from our sponsor. Hey, everyone. It's your friends at Sober, Not Mature. Hi there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes it's, it's both of your friends this time. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well, but we do, we do have a purpose. Uh, we, we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two, we wanted to, two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So, so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com uh-huh. and we just launched the store website. So uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts, we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least- big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now i got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. .com. So, 
Com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say Sober But Not Mature? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sure. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, everyone, welcome back. And I am dying to ask you, but I'm not going to make you say it. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not. You know, but um, yeah, in my head, I got a, got a thousand <laughs> different thoughts. But I'm like, that eh, is good. The, the fact that you yeah. that you caught yourself, you just this, mm-hmm. you just you were proving something. <laughs> Everything we were just talking about, you just showed. Uh-huh. Yes, right. <laughs> you just you just gave an example. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but um, this bad thought was going to come out of my mouth, and I went, nope. No, no, don't need to do that. Right, you caught it. And see, that's a good thing. Yeah, yep. see, like you said, see, kids, <laughs> it is. thoughts are still fucked up. But, uh, there, we don't know how it works, but it just, you literally just saw it work. It, or heard it work. Yep. Heard it work. <laughs> Picture it in your mind. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, the other thing, I, are we good on, on step 11? I mean, I think that. I, I think, think so. Right. You know, yeah, take the action. You know, doesn't matter if you believe it or not, do it. And if you do believe it, you got a leg up on us. So good for you. Right. And, you know, I mean, that's the main thing. You don't have to believe in anything in particular. We talked about that, you know, um, till, till we're fucking blue in the face. It doesn't have to be one thing. Just just know what's not you, you know, oh. and that's all, that's right. all we got to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, obviously, you know, we've been through the the last week or so and, you know, had the, the posts and stuff like that on, on uh, Instagram and obviously over on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, replay the clips mm-hmm. from the episode that we did a year ago when our mom died. And that was right. October 30th of 2022. Um, so a little over mm-hmm. yeah, a year and a, you know, a few days ago, but, um, right. You know, the, the main thing is in, I don't know, you, Mike and I talked about that, about doing the episode clips and, you know, I, I'm one of those people where, like well, the anniversary of my stepdad, I was just talking about when he, when he died, um, you know, to begin mm-hmm. with, I used to make more, probably more open posts about it. And, you know, I, I do what I feel on that day, you know, sometimes I'll just put his picture up, you know, um, sometimes I'll just, you know, post a picture of him. Uh, sometimes I'll post something if it's, if it's in my heart or my mind, same thing that when, when my, you know, anniversary, of my, when my dad died, um, if anyone ever sees this picture of a tree, <laughs> whether it's a black and white right. tree or a tree in general around the middle of March, March 14th to be exact, um, that's where my dad's ashes are sprinkled, you know, and sometimes I just post that picture. So, um, mm-hmm. and same thing with our, with our mom, you know, um, I didn't really know, you know, what, what we were going to do or if we were going to do. So the, the one thing that we had talked about was, Hey, let's, let's rerun the episode clips, at least get those back out there. Um, you know, kind of a nice little tribute to, if nothing else, a reminder, you know, of everything that, you know, that we kind of process through, but, um, you know, then we figured mm-hmm. that, what the hell, man, I'm, you know, well, if we got anything on our minds to talk about tonight, we will. And if not, that's cool too. You know, we've, we've processed through all, right. all this stuff in the last year, but, uh, it's been a hell of a year. <laughs> it has. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It hasn't been, um, has been a bad year. It's just been, it probably, uh, I don't know, a couple hours ago, I think when I was going to get my pizza, um, it was uh-huh. kind of, I'm thinking, I'm like, fuck man, I can't even, it's probably the first time I, I started to think about the fact of literally that it's been a year. Right. I mean, this year just seems like it's done a lot of shit, 
you know, good things. A lot of last right. year, but it just, it really seemed like it flew by, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, they keep getting smaller. <laughs> right. Right. It, it does. It, it does seem that way. You know, when, when you're a kid and you're in school and, you know, the, these fucking right. school years last forever and summers, you know, drive by like a like a fucking freight train. But um, I don't know. It just seemed like it went by really quickly, you know. So um, but kind of yeah. like that, that first year of sobriety, a little bit different because I think that first year of sobriety, I mean, there was so many things that that we were dealing with and trying to, to wrestle with, I guess. Um, but I suppose, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, here and there, we had some, had some things to wrestle with throughout this year, but um, it was almost the same way that that first year of sobriety seems to go pretty quick, you know, and then, um, you know, just all of a sudden you're like, you're a true mm-hmm. year. And then, you know, this one, this one's been a year. I, I just don't even know if that's a, that's a decent example. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, well, it's kind of like, you know, when you're, you know, like when you're, four years old right a year is a fucking quarter of your life <laughs> right. you know right. <laughs> you know now it's it's a 156th <laughs> of my life right. almost 157 um yeah so um right they're they're just like i like i said they, they keep getting smaller um it doesn't seem like it's been a year but you know, um, I mean, we all, you know, Kathy posted, you posted, I posted on, on our social media stuff um, on the day. Um, Kathy reposted uh, the thing she read at uh, at the funeral, right. which was which was interesting to read again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it was touching. It was it was beautiful then. It was beautiful a year later. Um, you know, you posted a bunch of pictures. Um, I posted one. Um, it's my favorite one. It was um, when we went to that uh, preseason football game when the Packers were up here in Cleveland. Yep. Uh, and we were all, you know, well, we were what? That was less than a year, right? Um, no, no, it was a year, no, year and a half. Yeah, year, yeah, year and right. a few months. It was a yeah. second. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was the second one. That's right. Um yeah, you know, um, but still fairly early, you know, I, just a little over a year of being sober. And, um, you know, yeah, that's right, because uh, Larry had just passed a couple of months before that. Yeah. And I just remember, you know, um, I remember walking with mom. It was one of my favorite memories with her um, early on. It was the first time I really um, realized how much I, I cared for this woman. Um, you know, we were walking through the crowd and Browns fans are dicks and, uh, you know, you guys were all packered out. I had a black misfits t-shirt <laughs> on cause I didn't care about either one of the teams still don't. And, <laughs> you know, but yeah, we're walking through and you guys are all, you know, and you're green and gold and you know, the, the Dick Cleveland fans are, you know, saying things to you guys and yelling and, and mom, I could tell was getting a little uncomfortable, um, from it you know it's you know christ larry had just been her man was fucking gone just a couple of months and and um i I don't know i just felt her 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 (sighs) uncomfortableness unease whatever it was wasn't huge or anything but i just and i went and i and it i just fucking sidled right up next to her and stood up as big and tall (laughs) as i could and said you know what you're walking with me i didn't even say that it was just in my head you know it's like i'm i'm 
get right next to her. I'm walking with her as big as I fucking can. And you motherfuckers better back off or <laughs> I'm going to hurt right. you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, like I said, it was, it was, uh, it was the first time I got to put into action, uh, my feelings for that right. woman. And, um, yeah, so I, I love that picture of us just sitting there, you know, and we had just gotten to our seats when that picture was taken. So I was still all pumped up and, you know, ready to kick some ass for her. <laughs> and uh, I love that right? picture. So, yeah. <laughs> well, in that, uh, that day, too, and I, I didn't think about it until we were standing in line. I think I was in line with Derek and, uh, you know, I was going to get a soda. Mm-hmm. We were going to get a couple of things. And um, then it, right. it just occurred to me that that was the first, uh, like, big drinking event that i had ever been at i mean it's fucking football Mm. stadium you know sure and i realized that at that point it was i was so pissed off at the crowd and everything else we were trying to get Uh through that it just it it was cool (laughs) i was i was more pissed off about the crowd than i was realizing that i'm in the middle of a fucking alcohol (laughs) event you know but um Uh uh-huh so i do remember too because even at that time and that was 2011 okay so you know 11 years ago now um she, if you remember correctly, because you walked up, I walked up the outer ramp with the kids, and then mm-hmm. you, Kathy, and mm-hmm. mom went up the elevator because she was having, you know, right. she, could, she could walk and stuff, but she, her COPD was even sure. kicking in at that point. Um, and then mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I remember it, that just clicked into my head because that's why you were out, you went that way and we went the other way. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. once we got up to the stands, and because we were, I think when Kathy took that picture, you hadn't found us yet because I got up with the kids. Mm. We couldn't find you guys. And I, I just sat down with the kids figuring, fuck this. I was just so pissed. And then I remember looking <laughs> over at Derek and he's sitting on the edge of his seat. He's got a baseball hat on, his Packer hat on, you know, his Packer jersey mm-hmm. on, his Amon Green Packer mm-hmm. jersey and a big old right. fucking smile. And I just, and I'm all fucking <laughs> grumbly. And I'm just, oh, you fucking people, you drunk ass motherfuckers, you Cleveland Browns fuckers. Uh-huh. And I looked over at him and I'm like, like, you're really enjoying yourself, aren't you? And he's like, yeah, I really am. And I was like, it was like that thing where just, it just you know, this whole level of calm just kind of washed over me. Because I'm like, you know, again, mm-hmm. back to the point where that was the first time that I really figured out, probably not first time, but a main time mm-hmm. I realized that it wasn't a, just wasn't all about me. And that's kind of what you were just talking right. about. It wasn't about you walking through there. It was you making sure that somebody uh-huh. else was taken care of and me making sure yep. that, you know, not even making sure, but just basking in the fact that this little boy is having the time of his fucking life because he's never been to a football game, mm-hmm. before, you know? Right. Yeah. In a NFL yeah. stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pushed right in your faces, man. It's pretty fucking yeah, nice. I know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, you know, like, like Kathy had said, right after, right after mom died, you know, cause her, her birthday was, um, November 6th. So, uh, we got, I mean, mm-hmm. all the first, you know, as Kathy said, a lot of them out of the way right away, you know, last year with her, her right. birthday was a week after then there was Thanksgiving, which is a big mm-hmm. holiday for hers. Cause it was a favorite of Larry's also. Mm-hmm. And that's what we always, right. always get together. Um, then yep. you got Christmas and you got New Year's because Kathy used to do something with mom on New Year's. And then, you know, of course, mm-hmm. the next one came around was Mother's Day. And that was fucking weird, you know, and um, mm-hmm. just, you know, the rest of the summer just kind of just kind of blew by. But, you know, through this whole process, I mean, getting the house clean, you know, I mean, uh, selling the house, the selling the house thing wasn't a big deal that that house wasn't. And she even said it once. She said, 
you know, that, right. that house was never a home and it wasn't, she didn't mean that mm-hmm. in a bad way. It's just that, you know, she moved here right. and it just, it was a, a place she lived and she liked it and she was comfortable there. But, you know, there, there's more things than, you know, four walls and a roof to make a home. And that's what she meant, you know? Um, so the, right. the physical house wasn't a big deal. Cleaning out the house. That was, that was fucking weird, you know, but, but looking back now and again, I'm just so happy that so much of her stuff got, you know, got taken by these charitable people, the the nuns and the other organizations. Mm-hmm. And it literally went to homeless people that, um, well, people were homeless and were now, you know, kind of just getting back on their feet, just getting into their first residences. Mm. And, you know. We could relate yeah, to that. Exactly. You know, <laughs> and, and I'm like, it was so fulfilling. And even though that would mm-hmm. have been her necessarily it, it wasn't her plan i i know she would have she would have been sure. all about that if, if we would have been able to to make that move and we couldn't get rid of all that stuff she would have been all about doing mm. something like that because that's the way she was you know right and then mm-hmm. uh, i don't know just uh, it's again it's you know thinking back it's there, there's so much positive to think back on you know um there's still sadness and there's you know the grief lasts mm-hmm. for as long as it lasts and uh you know i'm sure all, all right. of us you know, you still have your moments every once in a while. You see something, hear something, whatever. It's just kind of like, oh, hmm, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, right, <laughs> that sort of thing. You're like, fuck <laughs> it, I get it, I get it. Those little feelings are still there, but um, of course, you know, it's uh, she, she lived, uh, she lived a good life, and you know, the last couple of years were mm-hmm. super rough, um, but you know, she, she was a, a good person to us, and in all of her, all mm-hmm. of her, her faults and funny things and all that stuff, it just. Uh, again you know like all i could do is laugh and smile because uh same thing i said when when she passed away you know there was nothing unsaid nothing undone um no regrets you know which is Mm -hmm. not something i could say when when my dad died because i hadn't gotten sober yet um something i could say when larry you know larry passed i didn't have any regrets there he and i cleaned our shit up you know i'm sorry i cleaned i cleaned my shit up with him (laughs) <laughs> right yeah yeah that motherfucker cleaned shit up with me man that's what happened <laughs> but but you know i mean that's there's a there's a whole different point um you know to to that you know and you know mm-hmm. just reminded me um kathy and i were talking this when did when did dan pass away was that a couple of months ago now yeah yeah yeah, uh, blah, 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 blah. what the hell is it now? In November, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was still hot. Uh, it's, oh, um, yeah, beginning of oh, August because yeah. uh, we came back for the service when we came back from our anniversary in That's Port right. Clinton. So, yep. yeah, yeah, and I was, yeah. I was going August. up to Appleton to, to babysit that that weekend, and we were thinking it was going to be that next mm-hmm. week, and then it was that literally that right. weekend. But so Kathy and I were yep. talking at one point. And I don't matter if I brought this up again. I'm going to repeat myself. But um, we were talking about the the whole point of, I mean, obviously, you know, with Dan passing away or when when people die sober, especially good people, you know, people that have mm-hmm. done a, a good mm-hmm. job with their life or done good things with their life is that, you know, I told her, I'm like, it's just not it's I mean, we're sad. We miss him. You know, we we cared about him. He was sure. a huge, huge part of our sobriety, especially in mm-hmm. early sobriety, but mm-hmm. all the way through. Um, but I'm like, it just, it's, it's okay. You know, you go to a funeral when somebody, from somebody passes away like that and you don't see people crying, Mm -hmm. you see people laughing and telling stories. And, um, she's like, so it's more of like a, like a celebration type of thing. And I said, exactly. People say that all the time. They're going to get together as a celebration of life. And in, when it comes to good, sober people dying like that, that is in the truest sense. It is a celebration of what they did. It's not. 
It's just mm-hmm. there's not the same type of sadness and grief, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, when I went to Brownie's funeral, I mean, that was at St. Coleman's and that place was fucking packed. Um, you know, there were like hundreds of people there. And like you said, it was it was a celebration, man. People were it was it was right. beautiful, you know, um, Catholic service and whatever. And I mean, um, it was cool. It was even the you know, the whatever the service itself, the priest up there talk. I mean, he was talking about service and you know doing for others and that's you know that was ray's whole thing man was you know being of service and well that's the program um and it was just it was hell i liked that part (laughs) i liked the priest up there talking so that's how good it fucking was (laughs) yeah exactly celebration man nothing wrong with it you know a life well lived we're all gonna get there you know hopefully hopefully when it's our time and it will be um it will be the same thing you know right people are um again another uh babar (laughs) babar right you know i went to his i I didn't go to the service i went to the visitation um yeah same thing man joyous people laughing people telling stories you know yeah he did this he did that good shit fuck man you know if we if we'd have kicked before we got sober we started working this thing there'd have been none of that there would have been, you know, if anything, there would have been a little bit of relief that we were fucking right. done. Um, <laughs> yeah, the son of a bitch isn't hurting me like he was. Yay, he's gone. You know, um, no, no, it's going to be, yeah, he did this good shit. Hopefully. Right. Yeah, yeah, celebration. Same with mom, you know. Um, yes, we were sad she was gone, but that's that's us being selfish, you know. Um, we were there to celebrate the life well right. lived. And that's, that's great. Well, and, and we had talked about that after, after we got back from, you know, from the, the service and from, you know, Chippewa Lake and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, we had, uh, that was so nice. I mean, having everyone together. And that's one of the things we had talked about. I remember on that mm-hmm. episode was that, you know, I mean, it, right. you look back and it, there wasn't, there was a little bit, you know, there's that, that again, there's, there's this back that your mom just passed is, is in the air, but, you know, wasn't this uh-huh. overwhelming, you know, grief and sadness? We were at, we we're all having a great time together, mm. you know, and we were. We yeah, were having, the family yeah, was we were together. That, that celebration, yeah. and it made me think about when um, my first sponsor, Bill, had died too. In the same deal, you know, hundreds of people, you know, at, at that service, right. I couldn't even get in the, you know, the actual room itself. You know, the whole the whole church mm-hmm. area. I was in like the lobby, and and right. you could hear the same thing, and that just reminded me that the priest was. You could tell the priest knew, obviously knew him really well because you could hear mm-hmm. him talking. There's a little bit of recovery over here, and here's some God shit over here, and then mm-hmm. there's a little bit more right. recovery in here, and then you know a little bit more, uh-huh. a little bit more God stuff over here. And he just intermingled all that, and they they did that at um, uh, Megan and Michael's wedding, if you remember that too. It was it right. was all about that. We'll have to, have to. I'm sure we'll talk about the wedding because their their anniversary is coming up. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when you see that sort of thing, and I mean, Grad, that was a that was a wedding, obviously not a funeral, but same deal though. It's just mm-hmm. intermingling yeah. all these things that you know that the the things that those two had done up to that point sober, um, you know, and what these babar. <laughs> so we should probably explain it um right early real early recovery um bob 
this guy named Bob that was at our, our home group. Who do you know? Um, good guy, blah, 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 blah. He gave me a Christmas card that first year and he signed it, Bob R. So I got back to the three quarter house and hey, man, I got a Christmas card. I'm talking to Bill. Yeah, I got a Christmas card. Yeah, who from? Bob R. Is Bob R. The elephant? <laughs> and from then on, he was known as Babar. <laughs> oh, I've been laughing this entire time that you're retelling that story because um, it was fucking funny. <laughs> and we've told that. Uh, I got to collect myself here. Whew. We've uh, <laughs> told that story to people before and <laughs> fucking uh-huh. Babar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'd be at. Uh, who do you know after that? <laughs> One of us would always do that. He'd walk in and we're like, yeah, Babar. <laughs> Babar's here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we have fun, kids. What? <laughs> we are oh. not. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I think I'm okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. We could we could take another no, I think, break. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay because technically right. our our breaks nobody knows well they do, but our breaks are only about six <laughs> seconds anyhow, so it wouldn't fucking help. Right. Whew. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun. But um, there there were times that weird times throughout this this year, you know, like uh, when we got uh, and shit. I mean. Since we, since mom passed, I mean, we got the, the Hazelden thing, which I was like, one of the, one of the first things I mm-hmm. thought about, I'm like that, she would have thought that was really cool. And then, you know, the, the shop mm-hmm. and the store and, you know, some of the, just some of the things that we've been able to do, you know, with, with, uh, again, the podcast and things like that, you know, it, it right. is, it's those moments you're like, damn it, that would have been, been a cool thing to, to share and that sort of thing. Kathy said the mm-hmm. same thing, you know, but, um, right. But yeah, it just, you know, again, those things, it, it is what it is, but, um, but yeah, those are those, I don't know, like, you know, those awe moments, I guess, if you want to want to put it that way, you know, it's just like, eh, okay, you know, mm-hmm. well, that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, you know, right. I mean, uh, going back for Easter, going back for Thanksgiving, you know, this year. Um, yeah, you know, it's like, ah, shit, she's not going to be there. Right. God damn it. That sucks. Right. <laughs> well, there yeah. was... <laughs> it, was, it was one time and it was shortly after um it was shortly after mom died a couple of months probably i went to the mm-hmm. I, I went to Kohl's and i bought something i think it was Kohl's. i don't know and uh you know i i got like i seriously got like this really good deal on it and i was telling kathy about whatever it was and i said uh i said mm-hmm. yeah i said it was you know 21 dollars and it was like 21 34 or something like that and she's like ooh tax out the door and i said and I said, what? <laughs> you know, because I knew what she was doing. I was, I was fucking with her. She's like, she's like, that's uh-huh. mom used to say. I said, she never said, she just said out the door. Right. She's like, no, she said tax out the door. And I said, well, you know what? <laughs> I said, you can't argue with me because you have no one to prove it. <laughs> she's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you, I, you can't argue with me. You got no, nobody to back you up. <laughs> Uh, which again i i said it at the right time we we had a good laugh on it but um mm-hmm. you know it's just one of those one of those things where again she would have appreciated that joke <laughs> yeah, of course yes absolutely but um 
I don't know. I mean, it's been, again, it, it kind of, uh, all this stuff is, is what it is. We're not the only ones that have ever dealt with, you know, a, a death in, in sobriety or otherwise, of course, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I'm listening back. And, and that's, that's kind of a nice thing too. We're right. not alone. You know, all these other people have gone through it too. And we've got the people to lean on and, you know, we've got each other clearly and all that stuff, but yeah, you know, I mean, uh, lots of people reached out to us uh, from our group and, you know, Hey man, thinking about you, whatever, just again, knowing that we're not alone is, was hugely right. helpful was to me, which is very strange, but <laughs> you know, being the loner and isolator that I am, but it was, it was very nice to have all those people knowing, just knowing that right. they're there, you know, nobody's, nobody, nobody dropped off a casserole or anything and that's fine. <laughs> I didn't need a casserole, right. but, uh, but I also know that if I've said, Hey man, I need a fucking casserole. I'd have probably got 12 right. of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about, yep. you know, when we were out at, uh, you know, Chippewa Lake, you know, uh, Kathy, well, I mean, our friend, but Kathy's ma- mainly Kathy's friend, you know, Helen, mm-hmm. her husband brought right. down right. a meal for us. Our, our whole sober poker group, mm-hmm. you know, got the, you know, the ham and the turkey and the fixins, I think we had said. Right. And, um, yeah. you know, they yeah. took care of us from a food standpoint. We were there for, you know, three days. They you did. Know? Absolutely. Um, yep. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was just, it, um, Everyone, like you said, people reaching out, and I and I did. I, I saw on Facebook, you know, the the couple of posts that I had done, you know, when we, you know, like announced mm-hmm. obviously that she had passed, and then you know all the people had reached out. I, I didn't look back at the Instagram post, but I remember it was just, it was a crazy flood of you know of people and mm-hmm. people that we, you know, that we don't we don't know we don't know, um, you know we know from Instagram we know from Facebook you know these are not you know in real right. life friends you know. Um, it just people just yeah. reaching out, but that, that's the thing. And I, and I hope if any, if anyone that's listening to us or has been listening to us, you know, for any amount of time or just, just now, um, here's the cool part about this whole recovery community, sober community, whether it's AA or otherwise, people are always there for you. Like mm-hmm. you said it a minute ago, Mike, you know, I had people, that, people to lean on, you know, and people that are there for you. It's, yeah. I've never had that before I got sober and I had, you know, close family and stuff like that. You get friends around you, but mm-hmm. I've never had the sort of outpouring of help and, and comfort and all those different things that, you know, that sober people bring, you know, to, to the table. Yeah. It's, yeah. oh, it's love. crazy. It's crazy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, if, and if anyone does want to listen back and I know we played all the clips from it, but, um, it was episode 37. That's the one that we had actually talked mainly about when our mom died. Um, an episode mm-hmm. that both of us are, I, I think it's, it's a, it's fair enough to say that both of us are proud of that episode and, and the fact that we were able to talk about mm-hmm. it. And even the, the next one, episode 38, after we got back from the funeral, both of those, that one's not right. um, completely about all about mom, but um, you know, good wrap up. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, but it's just, it's, right. a, it's just us talking about literally openly talking about everything that we did and how we, how we got through that time, you know, and I think that's important mm-hmm. because if, if people, especially in early right. sobriety, haven't been through that, you know, there's a ton of things that we had never gone through before. And then once we do, we reach out mm-hmm. and listen on, you know, listen to somebody else. And, you know, so we just happened 
Absolutely. Well, and, and it was, I mean, we had the discussion, you know, it was like, are we doing an episode this week? And it was like, well, right. yeah, we are, because that's what we do. Did we do our meditation that day? You know, the following day, of course we did. Did we do our prayers? Yes. Did we do all the things that we do? Well, then we're doing a fucking episode because it's part of what we do right. to do this thing. And so we did, you know, and, and again, like you said, we're pretty fucking proud of it because it was, um, it was, you know, it's, it wasn't us, uh, you know, yammering and talking about hand jobs. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was us being, um, about as raw and honest as right. we can yeah. be. Yeah. 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 You know, it, was, it was funny just out of uh, curiosity. And again, the, the other day, I forget why I even thought about it. Probably when, um, it was probably on that day or the day after when I saw that the post on Facebook, I look back at, uh, we talked about recording mm-hmm. an episode the day she died. It was that night. It was actually mm-hmm. that, that Sunday, yeah. you know, cause I look back and, uh, we had texted right. back and forth about something and then the conversation was brought up and yeah. So we talked about it that, that day, you know, it was just like an immediate thing. We, are we doing mm-hmm. this thing? And, um, which, which again, I think was hugely important that, you know, we, we kept our focus because that that's another, you know, kind of testament to this whole program. You, you've said it a, a thousand yeah. times, probably certainly more than I have, that this thing is this is what we do. This is part of our recovery. This is this this thing right yep. now. And once again, if there's nobody out there listening or if, if people, you know, stop listening completely yeah, after a minute or two, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of episodes if we get four people listening, we might be like, you know, we can talk in the fucking phone <laughs> if we feel like it, which we won't. You know, so so right. That, Right. Then, no, of course not. Then, then we'll drop this because then it's, it'd be kind of an ego shot. But um... yeah, I don't know, man. There's four people still listening. I think we'd probably still do it. There's one yeah. person outside of, you know, I've, there's one person that's like, you know, not Kathy and not Chris <laughs> and not Amber. And, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, there's that one stranger out there in the wilderness, out in the darkness, listening to us. We're still gonna do it. God damn it. What the fuck, okay, man? Yeah. It's yeah. not ego. It's it's it, there's that one person. <laughs> if they fucking need us to do this nonsense, then we're gonna fucking do it for yeah, them. See, well, there's another example, boys and girls, of where my head at. I or heads at. I just said earlier in this episode, I'm, I'm a fucking egotist. I said ego shot, and he's like, no. <laughs> so this is again 13, 13 and a half years, and almost another month on top of that. That mm. you know, I just got. I got schooled by my friend Mike, <laughs> which I need. You know, I, I really do. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, in other words, you, you fuckers keep listening, then we're going to keep on talking. How's that? Yep. At least one of you fuckers. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. One of you a-holes has to continue to listen. So, That's right. um, anything else about uh, about the mom stuff? I mean, I, I kind of got all my thoughts out, I think. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Me too. Me too. You know, right. miss her, love her. You know, she's still around because she's still right. in our thoughts. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. it. Yeah, and that's why I put in our, in our post. I mean, she, you know, lives on through, you know, thankfully through this podcast because the uh, same thing, we we were mm-hmm. able to do that episode. So, um, let, uh, I'm going to, let's talk briefly about, and we're, we're getting close on, not close on time, but I mean, we've been running yeah. for a minute, but um, so the Matthew Perry stuff, and we talked obviously a little bit, mm-hmm. but I want to read something because um, I think, I think everyone knows, I mean, he was clearly a public figure and I, his, his addiction and sure. his problems with alcohol and drugs and all that stuff, I think was pretty public. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say everyone knows about right. it, but yeah, he was, 
he was clearly one of us and um, openly, openly one of mm. us. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is what, and let me start out to begin with. From from what I understand, he well he drowned. That's what they think. Um, and mm-hmm. I've heard something right. about cardiac arrest. So he might have had some sort of right. cardiac incident. You know, went underwater and drowned. Now, mm-hmm. I just heard the other day because they had it on the radio. They said they tested for um, fentanyl and meth. That was the initial thing, not in his uh-huh. system, and right. could take four right. to six months for the rest. Okay, but then right. I didn't know. I know he's been back and forth with you know his sobriety, but apparently, again, mm-hmm. some article popped up that I saw that you know I guess the the rest of the cast from Friends had said that it seems like for the last couple of years that he was sober, but doesn't mean he didn't relapse or whatever happened. But let, let's mm-hmm. get to that in a minute. So, mm-hmm. um, okay. this is from. Just again, some article that popped up, and this actually just popped up the other day. Um, Matthew Perry said that when he died, he hoped people would remember him for his work, uh, his work helping people with addiction rather than for being on the hit TV show Friends. In an interview with podcaster Tom Power in 2022, he reflected on his life, uh, the mirage of frame, frame, mirage of fame, and his intense struggle with addiction. The best thing about me, this was a quote from him, bar none, is that if somebody comes to Mm -hmm. me and says, I can't stop drinking, can you help me? I can say yes and follow up and do that. Then he said, and this is the piece that I saw, a snippet of, but then saw this in this entire article. He said, when Mm -hmm. I die, I don't want friends to be the first thing that's mentioned. I want the first thing that's... uh, I want that to be the first thing that's mentioned that I'm going to live the rest of my life proving that that's it. Help him trying to help people. Um, talked about his addiction with mm-hmm. opiates, blah, 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 blah. Um, but at last part of the article says, I can't describe it. Something spiritual. It fills your heart. If you see the lights coming up uh, or coming on for a new person who didn't understand, you know, so he's talking about obviously helping people. So, you know, to to begin with, and I saw in Kimmy had sent me this thing, you know, that's the part about, you know, how we wanted to be remembered. And then, of course, all your seasons, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all about friends and all that stuff. And that's just what people are going to talk about. But here's the thing. So I had just heard, it was literally today when I read the article that said that, you know, it seemed like he might have been sober for the last couple of years. I don't know, right, wrong, or different, but um, again, easily could have relapsed. But... The other thing that this other article that I read, he, I guess in this memoir that he had, there's an audio book uh, that I actually might, I might listen to uh-huh. um, that sits on audible. And I, I think I can get it. I probably just right. given it away now so people can listen to it. But um, he said that he spent like over $9 million on his recovery over the years. I'm sure again, all these nice facilities, uh-huh. but, also right. said in there that um, close to almost half his life, you know, in in these institutions and recovery programs and this and that, you know, and again, you know, said that he shouldn't be alive, you know, but also there was all these uh-huh. other different things, like all these other different health issues he had and all these medical things he had. And um, it sounded like obviously from all the, you know, alcohol and drugs and stuff like that. So my uh-huh. point is, is that one of two things, at least in my opinion, if I got to remind everyone, I'm not a doctor, you know, <laughs> um, but right. he, he might've relapsed and, you know, he could have been doing a bunch of Coke and his fucking heart exploded. You know, it's a heart incident or a cardiac incident. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have right. relapsed and been, you know, fucking loaded and passed out and drowned. That could have happened. Or, you mm-hmm. know, just from all right. the damage he did over the years, um, 
he could have had a heart attack at 54. It's not normal, you know, for your everyday person to have a right. heart attack at 54. Huh. But um, the unfortunate part is that unless I, I'll be shocked if I, if, if we hear something differently, that this didn't have something to do with his alcohol and drug abuse. You know, of course. Yeah. Directly Correct. or indirectly. Of right. course it did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Normal, regular people don't drop dead right. at 54. Right. Yeah. Especially people with a lot of money. It right. just doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. You know, um, right. Uh, I've seen several articles, um, online and stuff too. Um, you know, one of them, one of them, the one that stuck out to me and bothered me the most was, um, he, he was talking about helping people and, you know, I guess he had, he bought and, and, uh, you know, um, funded a, uh, a right. sober house in, in, I think Santa Monica or something, someplace down there in LA, um, and all that stuff. And he was, the quote was, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but he said, basically, um, look, if you need help and he kind of, you kind of touched it on the quote, you said, you know, if you need help. I can help you. I know how to do that. I can, you know, I have the knowledge to do that. And then the second part of what I read, the quote from him was, um, I couldn't, I can't always, you know, apply it to myself again, paraphrasing right. wildly, but, um, you know, I, I can help you. I, I have the knowledge. I know how this thing works. I can't always apply it to myself. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, shit, I have the knowledge too, but if I'm not working it, I can't fucking help anybody right. else. You know, I mean, yeah, if I've got a lot of money, I can, I can run sober house and I can, you know, have a place for people. And yes, that is helpful. Beds are helpful. Um, but if it's coming, if it's coming, if it's not coming from a place of honesty and experience, then it's fucking worthless. It always was for me. You know, um, I remember I was in a Salvation Army facility out in California, and the main counselor there was not one mm. of us. And he absolutely did not help me. He was also a fat tub of lard. <laughs> and I went, why are you giving me advice on how to fucking live my life? You're not a fucking drug addict. You're not an alcoholic. And you're a fat piece of shit. And <laughs> so anything he said to me had absolutely no effect on me. Um, but, you know, when someone is working the program, you know, like the people, the men that helped us and showed us how to do this, um, were working a program. Yes, they had the knowledge, but they also had the experience and they were also doing it right in front of my fucking right. face. That's right. what works. Yeah. So that, you know, and it's got, it's actually nothing to do with Matthew Perry other than that quote bothered me. I have the knowledge and I can't always apply it right. to myself. Right. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> well, then you don't have the fucking right. knowledge. Well, and, and that's, you know, I wonder if, um, you know, think about the number of people and I'm just, I'm going to try to really play a devil's advocate here. I'm just kind of a, a afterthought. But mm -hmm. Think about the number of people that we know and, and Daryl, you know, our, our friend Daryl pops into my head where, you know, he knew what to mm -hmm. do, but he couldn't accept, you know, step one. Right. So, you know, maybe, uh -huh. maybe that was the way it was meant, but I, I agree with you though, that, you know, maybe his, yeah. I don't know that. Well, but then again, um, and yeah. Daryl's dead too. And I think it was, um, I want to say Hank Azario. He's sober, isn't he? I think I saw. Okay. I believe so. I think yeah, there yeah. was the quote from him in one of the, one of the articles that I read that said that, you know, and I, I guess 
Frank, Frank Azario is like 17 years sober. And he said, when he goes, when I got sober, he goes, you know, he goes, you know, Matt's the one that took me to a meeting and he's the one, he's the reason that, uh-huh. you know, that I ended up even, you know, and I have this opportunity. So maybe he's the guy who mm-hmm. like said, he's got the money, he's got the house. And that was a, that was in, in that too. It's the, um, I think it's the Perry house or whatever they call it, but it's like one of his previous okay. homes, you know, that he, he bought a new house uh-huh. and left that one and, you know, they made it into a sober house. So maybe it is along right. the lines where, you know, do as I say, not as I do, which again, that didn't certainly didn't in the long run, probably, well, it wouldn't have helped him. You know, the, the do as I say, not as mm-hmm. I, not as I do is not going to work in this thing, you know? It, right. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, here's the other, the other thought that I had, and it's kind of has a, a, a happy ending to it. Cause I was, I don't want to say I was getting mad about it, but I was, one of the things I wanted to talk about was that the, the whole point of, um, celebrities dying and stuff like that. And, and I, and I've heard people mm-hmm. say over the, over the years when celebrities die, they're like, does anyone realize that there's millions of people out there, thousands and thousands and thousands, if not millions of people out there struggling. And just because, you know, and I'm not talking about Matthew Perry in particular, any, any one of celebrity uh-huh. status that, that dies of alcohol or drug right. use um, or drug, drug abuse, mm-hmm. you know, that's, all this, you know, ooh, this and that and all these things and knowledge comes out, blah, blah, blah. But what about all these other people? You know, mm-hmm. and in my answer to that, right. it's it's not Matthew Perry's fault. It's not the the other millionaires that are dying. It's fucking everyone right. else. Okay. And so oh. this is your this is your wake up call. If you're out there and you know, you're listening, um, and you know, you're like, why, you know, all these other whatever, this celebrity. Well, Rather than worry about some dude, and again, not taking anything away from Matthew Perry or anyone else, but this millionaire or these millionaires, these celebrities, give every one of us an opportunity to, to, to look downward and say, okay, this is a problem, so why don't you help out some group, you know? And, you know, th- oh. this one guy died, but yeah, there's thousands of us. We know hundreds of people, you know, mm-hmm. it's a problem. The only sure. reason it's even, even making the news is because he's a celebrity. He's Matthew Perry and all these other right. people, which again, I'm not taking away from them as an individual. They're still a human being and it's a loss and all this sort of things. But one thing that we've always talked about, no bad examples, right? <laughs> and. Right. And if anyone hopefully don't, well, I don't know. I was going to say, hopefully people don't take it wrong, but you're going to take it how you're going to take it. We were taught that every example um, is an example that could be used, you know, and either what we Mm -hmm. can do, what we should do, or what we can't do, what we should not do. That's it. You know? Yep. Absolutely. You know, and like you just said, all these men, you know, that, and all these people that guided us, that's what we should do. The people who can't seem to get it, the Daryls of the world and stuff like that, who we love to death. Mm -hmm. He was a good friend of ours. Right. You know, but I sure as fuck wasn't going to follow him on this path because he wasn't, he wasn't doing Uh -uh. the right things, you know? So you can't bring back Matthew Perry. You can't bring back any of these other celebrities, but here's what you can do is give to somebody, you know, and rather than, Yep. What was irritating me is that, you know, that, that this, that this guy, you know, literally says when I die, this is what I want. And it seemed like everyone's doing the opposite, mm-hmm. which it is what it is. But of course, here's the thing. Right. And this popped up. I was going to do a Google search on something and I see Matthew Perry foundation started. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so literally <laughs> today, um, some group, whoever they were, um, there's a website up there. It's called the Matthew, Matthew Perry Foundation.org, I believe. And it is. It said, following mm-hmm. his wishes, this is what we're doing. 
So I was like, there we mm. go. Happy ending. Okay. So yeah. if you want to give to a foundation, you know, and you're a huge Matthew Perry fan, we have no affiliation whatsoever with this fucking thing. Literally, it was just started up today. Right. And it, no, it wasn't us. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, I believe it's MatthewPerry.org or Matthew Perry Foundation, whatever it is. Google Matthew Perry Foundation, you'll find it. Yeah. Or, you know what? Right. And, and please, I'm, I'm not trying to plug for once, not nothing through our website, but Hazelden, the Hazelden mm. Foundation, Betty Ford yep. Hazelden Foundation. Yep. I don't give a shit if you if you yep. do it through our website link or not. Go to Betty Ford Hazelden Foundation. They help thousands, if not yep. millions, of people all over the world. Help people like that. Yep. Um, we've got the Keating. And there's the Ed yep. Keating Center we've here in Cleveland. You know, Google your local. <laughs> you know, if wherever you are in the world, guess what? There's a fucking recovery program happening somewhere yep. near you. Google that shit. Find them. Be a part of the solution. Don't be. Don't be. Well, don't be part of the problem, but even worse, don't be apathetic and just, oh, it's somebody else's problem. No, because it touches yep. all of us. It touches all of us. Yeah, and somebody, and you said the exact words, local, anyone. There is, there's always, yep. always, always a group out there. Um, and regardless mm -hmm. of, of who you believe in, what you believe in, what your background is, um, anything like that, you will find a group that fits well with you and give yeah. them a couple of bucks. And seriously, right. it doesn't have to be much, you know. Um, you know, no. what we used to do and was after, uh, well, we, I'm, I'm, I say we as a family, what we started to do afterwards, but our family, mm -hmm. uh, the first year that, that we got sober rather than we used to do a $25 gift exchange, which over mm -hmm. the years got to be pointless. Cause basically it just, people had so much trouble <laughs> trying to find gifts. It would have been better sitting down into the room and just everyone handing each other 25 bucks and surround, you know, back and forth and right. going on with their lives. <laughs> but you know, it was this gift exchange. It's got to be a pain in the ass. So um, our family did it on their own. I had no idea they were going to do it that year. But um, every one mm -hmm. of them took, you know, that rather than do the gift exchange, they they all put at least twenty five bucks, if not more, and gave all that money to the Keating Center. You know, that first year, which yep. um, I mean, it, it touches me now. You know, but I at the time I was just like, damn, that's kind of mm -hmm. cool. You know. But I mean, it means more to me now than it did then, I think. Right. But it just, it kind of blew my mind back then. Of course. Then. But we did that for a couple of years. Kathy, I know for a fact, um, donates to the Keating Center every uh -huh. year, you know? Um, right. But the, oh, I know mom yeah, did. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Like on her own did. Because, you know, yeah. I, I talked to Marty about it. Right. Yep. But the, but the yeah, whole. She sent money every year. Right. But the whole point with all of this stuff is that, um, you know, I mean, again, this has really nothing to do with Matthew Perry. It's just a catalyst for a conversation, you know, but, um, you know, sure. it, everyone can help, you know, and everyone, even if, mm -hmm. even if you're listening to this and you happen to be, you know, one of the normies that's listening to us, you're probably listening to us because you know somebody like us. <laughs> and I, right. I hope to God they're sober and I hope to God they're doing well. But um, I, I know for a fact that mm -hmm. they know somebody that's not doing well or you may, you know, so just again, yep. help somebody, you know, and that's all you got to do. It's not yeah. going to stop the you know, the Matthew Perry's of this world from dying necessarily, but it's going to help somebody. It's not going to, no. it's not going to eradicate the disease, but it sure as fuck is going to help, you know? Yeah, it is. It's going to give one of us the opportunity to have a shot at this thing, which is all anybody right. can do, you know, have a bed available for them, have a roof over the head over that bed. Yeah. So they have a place to go. 
get a meal, have a chance to start working this thing, which is all we had. It's all, that's all the Keating Center did for us. They gave us a bed. They gave us some old chicken and they said, go to AA. <laughs> and then it was right. up to us. And Kate, guess what? That fucking worked. Right. Yeah. And still, and I know we've said it, we keep saying it, but uh, there's at least, I mean, there's 10 of us. I know for a fact that uh, at least 10, mm-hmm. you know, from that time frame that have been sober, the, you know, between right. April of 2010 to November of 2010. So within that, that 13 yep. year period there. You know, there's, there's 10 of us, 10 of us guys that stayed sober, you know, and Uh, if we, if we want to talk statistics, which I don't, you know, but there was probably 40 Mm -hmm. guys in there at that time, there could have been 70 or 80, you know, in that, in that Mm. six month period. Oh, that month time, uh, probably 150. (laughs) Seriously. You think guys that came in for a week and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably a solid 150, maybe even 200. But yeah, and do we, yep. well, and there could be more of us, you know, more more people that stayed sober that we just didn't know, you know. But, yeah. um, you know, we had right. a core group of people, you know, that that stayed sober. So yeah. the the thing of it is, is all this shit works, you know, if if we do the work, um, you know. But mm-hmm. it, we need to be able to. We need help, and uh, you know, it's that that's what a little bit of money helps with. And uh, you know, again, yeah. I don't think that it's it's not going to get eradicated, but it's it can get it can get no. lessened. <laughs> Exactly. Right. The more people that have the opportunity to work this thing, the better right. it's going to be. That's all it is. Yeah, of course, it's not going to go away. It's human right. nature. People want to get fucked up. And, and the disease is a disease. You know, it's not polio where you can get a vaccine and it goes away. You know, it takes work. It takes, uh, like Bob used to say all the time, it's an inside right. job. You know, we've got to do the work internally to make this thing work. But if we do that, it does work. Right. Yeah. It works if you work it, I heard. <laughs> I've heard that and somewhere you're too. worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so work it. Yeah, that's just to get anyone who's never been to a in 12-step meeting, that's uh that's a weird little cadence at the end. You know, a lot of people have probably seen it on, on TV shows. That's where I see it more so. No, oh, sure. Shows and- oh, yeah. Well, that, <laughs> Christ, when I was out in California, when I first got exposed to this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, you know, they'd fucking right. chant that. <laughs> it works if you work it, so work it because you're worth it. <laughs> yeah, they, they did that a little bit in Wisconsin, too. Well, you, again, you went to a, a couple of meetings with me in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And it was, uh, you know, what... No offense to it, but it wasn't necessarily our complete deal. I liked the meetings there, but they were soft, um, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying that I couldn't have gotten sober there, but I'm I'm glad that uh, that we, you know, had that opportunity to to get dealt <laughs> with, um, you know, and handled by, you know, the the Bobs and the Bavars of the world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> firm but right. fair. Yeah. Like an elephant. <laughs> that elephant was firm but fair and funny. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, yeah, that was, that was just fucking, that was hilarious. But, um, okay. So anything more on, uh, I mean, I, I think we, I think we did the, everything. Yeah, on, exactly. Like I said, I, you know, if you're, if, no, you're, go ahead. if you're out there and you're, you're, you're bemoaning the fact that, you know, uh, yeah, it's a fucking disease. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do or whatever. If you got it, it's going to fucking kill you if you don't do something right. about it. So, uh, you know, if you want to help, you know, give to somebody that's helping other people because you personally can't do a goddamn thing about it. Right. 
Yeah, and that was the main thing. I was trying to figure out a way to, you know, to again to talk about those things I wanted to wanted to say about this whole Matthew Perry thing, but I wasn't trying to shit on his grave. And mm-hmm. then again, I wasn't trying to make it a, no. you know, I wasn't trying to do what everyone else was fucking doing. I didn't want to talk about, you know, I want to talk about his stardom and I wanted his, you know, old celebrity. No, no we talked about the hot chicks on <laughs> yeah, the show. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll <be> <laughs> As we discussed, friends, you got one you like, I got one I like. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Courtney Cox, Jennifer Aniston, and then, of course, we're we're both on board with Amanda Pete, right? Exactly. Yeah, look at See, that. Look at that. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, and I'd let Kudrow do stuff to me. It'd be fine. <laughs> you know what? She, <laughs> seriously, she kind of, not even kind of, she annoyed me on the show, but um, she was in uh, Analyze This with Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro. Uh, she was actually kind of funny in that, but um, I saw she was in a couple mm. other things too. Oh, I was watching. Um, did you ever watch? You probably never watched Band of Brothers, did you? Because that's HBO thing. So nope. David David Schwimmer has nope. a part in there. He's kind of a um, a real I don't know dick of a brain dead kind of officer type of thing in there. But ah, so he's yeah. typecasting. <laughs> but uh, it was just kind of funny. I didn't realize <laughs> that he was in it, and then he comes in and he's just like. That kind of, you know, this like drill sergeant type of thing. And um, it just kind of blew my mind. But he's, yeah, nobody wanted to serve with him or anything. Long long story. But I was like, it was, it was interesting. Totally different character, of course, than, you know, obviously his fucking Ross on, on Friends character. But yeah, I know. Whatever. So, all right. I think we've, uh, I think we've taken (laughs) care of all of our, all of our duties for the evening. So we all good. All right. You said duty. (laughs) You said duty. Um, have we That's said right. penis yet? Penis. There. Penis. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> Just the way you said that, too. <laughs> All right. You know what? On that note, uh, let's, let's get, yep. let's get the yep. fuck out of here. It's your turn. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. As always, be kind to each other. Be good to each other. Go out and do something nice for somebody else this week. Don't tell anybody about it. And now it is time. It is time, kids, for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off till you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever. (laughs) You you were... Like very excited through that too. You're like, <laughs> you know what? Because we're I fucking done. <laughs> yeah, you, said, you said that a couple of weeks ago, and I kind of caught on to that. Why you why you get so boisterous when you're when you're doing mm-hmm. that? Because it, uh, yeah, it gets us on out of here. So, all right. Um, I I, I got nothing else. You already said. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, it, we're man. Done. I love you, brother. And uh, we're done. I'll I love you, you too. <laughs> you will. Bye. And now it is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever.